welcome to the Essential Self-Care Podcast, where we talk about all things self-care for those of us who are, let's face it, too busy for self-care. It's time to bring that same compassion that you offered everyone else in your life to yourself as well. In this podcast, you'll hear real life stories of how self-care transformed people's lives as they were going through life's storms. You'll learn practical, actionable tools to begin the self-care journey yourself as well. Because like I always say, small changes make a large impact. I'm your host, Dr. Sheetal Ajmani. I'm a physician, best-selling author, and the founder of Radiant Living Institute, where I guide people to get unstuck and learn to live radiantly again. Through my signature program, Reclaim Your Radiance, you'll reclaim your worth, renew your energy, and restore your happiness in your life, career, and relationships. To get started, download your free guidebook, Six Simple Yet Powerful Steps to Create Your Radiant Life at RadiantLivingInstitute.com. Quick disclaimer before we get started, the information in this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not medical advice. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner and or mental health provider about your specific situation. Now, let's get started. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming Anthony James to the Essential Self-Care Podcast. Anthony and I met a few months ago as we're both part of the current cohort of 757 Startup Studios, a startup community for high-growth founders in the 757 Hampton Roads area. Anthony is the founder of Assemblage, an industry-specific SaaS platform built to connect the 13.3 million construction professionals in the United States. Assemblage strives to be the central hub for networking, data gathering, and project team building. Today, Anthony is going to share a bit about his self-care journey. Welcome to the Essential Self-Care Podcast, Anthony. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited that you're here. So I want to share a little bit of backstory before we get into it. So I think it was back in May that I had the opportunity to lead a workshop for the startup studio community on the topic of self-care for entrepreneurs. And Anthony, you attended the workshop and I was so excited. We actually walked through creating a self-care plan for all participants. And I invited people to share. And Anthony was one of the people who raised his hand and shared and was open to feedback and some coaching through your self-care plan. And then what was really exciting for me, though, was that I ran into you a few weeks after that workshop. And I was like, hey, Anthony, how's it going? Like, how was your self-care plan? And you were like, I did it. You know, I put it into place and, and I've been doing it and it feels great. And so I was just so excited about that, that I thought it'd be really fun to invite you on the show so that you could share a little bit more about your experience and your journey and, you know, that was also a few months ago. So I'm also curious to hear how it's going now. But let's backtrack. And can you give us a little bit of background of back in May, the spring, what was going on in your life at that time that even led you to join this workshop? Absolutely. I'm happy to share. So essentially, right now, I am working as a owner's rep for a relatively large company. They have a lot of square footage across the U.S., it's a great time. We end up working with a lot of contractors. We have a really robust system of facilities that we develop. And well, with that comes a lot of responsibility and a lot of needs from basically our customer group. And with that in mind, that turns into a lot of effort. That turns into a lot of energy spent when it comes to making sure that customer gets the deliverable that they need. Along with that, working on assemblage, well, that turns into a lot less free time for me to decompress, to really respect myself when it comes to my mental health, right? 
what I'm essentially trying to do is find a way to balance that, to set some boundaries, to, to kind of create some goals for myself for a, a better, healthier future, both physically and mentally. And that led me to your workshop when, quite frankly, <laughs> some of the things that we put in place worked out really well. Yeah. And, you know, I want to pause right there and just reflect on and point out you bring up something that I think many people experience, at least many founders and entrepreneurs of, you know, working your day job, working your full-time job. And you described, you know, in your job, you're covering a big area and a lot, taking care of a lot of clients. And it sounds like in many ways, kind of, you know, stretching yourself in many ways within that full-time role. And then on top of that, building your own company. And so, That in itself, as you described, can leave very little, quote unquote, free time and the challenge of finding balance. So can you describe what, well, I guess, first of all, what sort of toll that may have been taking on you at the time? And then what, how would you describe the process and the journey that you went on personally through the workshop that you attended with me earlier this year? Absolutely. So when we talk about tolls, I mean, at the end of the day, well, if I'm no expert, but mental health wise, it's a drag. If I am unable to access and heck, I won't even call it free time. I'm gonna call it me time at this point. Um, if I'm un- unable to access my me time, well, what am I really doing any of it for? And, and you can kind of fall into that anxiety spiral, right? I, I end up, you know, just like, okay, well, I won't be as productive. I'll start shutting down. I, I, I won't get the things done that I need to get done, which is going to keep me in the same place that I was at that point, right? So, I mean, with your next question, after our workshop, so I basically developed a little outdoor oasis for myself. Um, and quite frankly, I cannot remember the last time I cooked indoors. It's amazing. And that's the space where, and hopefully it's not raining outside, but even if it is, it's covered, it's fine. So the idea is to get out there, relax, enjoy some nature, read a little bit of a book or, you know, pull out my phone like everybody else does and just take some time to relax and reflect on me, give myself that, you know, time to reassess everything that's going on so I can react and I can be refreshed and more productive the next day. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. So I love the reframe actually of instead of thinking of it as free time thinking of it as me time because a lot of times if we're thinking about it as free time well let's face it none of us have that you know so (laughs) but if you're reframing it as this is me time like I think just you know I think the words that we use can be really powerful and impactful and it's just like to me that almost brings to mind as like scheduling it as something important in your calendar almost of this is me time like just like I would go to another appointment or I would go do something else as opposed to trying to find quote unquote free time which when we think of it that way it's like well I'm so busy I don't have any free time you know so first of all I just really like that kind of reframe and of just the terminology and the vocabulary that you're using around it and then Also, I recall during the workshop, so as I mentioned earlier, Anthony had raised his hand and volunteered to share. (laughs) So, uh, so I had, I had worked, I had the opportunity to work with Anthony during that workshop setting on kind of tweaking your self-care plan. And when I do these workshops, I 
really guide people to create their own self-care plan. So I don't believe that self-care is one size fits all and what works for me may not work for you or, or anyone who's listening right now. It really is so individual. And so that's what I was guiding the group through. And so, you know, one of the first steps I have is like brainstorm all the things that you would want to do for your self-care and then pick one of those, like narrow it down. And to make it very accessible so that you have a place to start. And I don't remember exactly all the options that you had, but you definitely had two or three. (laughs) And I was like, okay, Anthony, which one is going to be one, the simplest to implement and two, the most impactful. So, you know, I always say small changes make a large impact. And so through that process, you narrowed it down to creating a space for yourself, to exactly what you said, to reflect, to reassess, to unwind, to really just have this sort of sanctuary almost in your home or in a space, or you have an outdoor space now where, where you've created it. And so I believe I recall kind of where the first step I was like, okay, think about where you want it to be. And it can be anywhere, right? Like it could be your closet, it could be anywhere, but just having that that space. And so I was really excited when I ran into you a few weeks after that workshop and you like not only had brainstormed it, but you had already created it and you had already started using it, which I just think is so amazing and wonderful. And, and I think there's so much value in taking that time to pause and reflect. And for anyone listening, this is a great option as a self-care modality to create a space because we're so influenced by our environment as well. And I think that was something that we had talked about also of, of making sure that when you're creating that space, that it ha- you know, no matter how small or big the space is, it doesn't have to be huge, but just of like making sure that you have things in that space that inspire you, that feel nourishing to you. And it sounds like that's exactly what you created. Absolutely. And quite frankly, it feels great. I might not have to use it every day, but it's there whenever it's, it's needed. And I'll be honest with you, you you mentioned, you know, the other ones, Uh, I'm I'm an avid gamer, I will play a video game, and then when I really looked at that, I'm like, well, hey, hold on, I'm playing games with other people, that's that's not really for me, well, it is for me, it's fun, but on the same token, I don't know if anybody that listens to your podcast kind of plays competitively in any way, shape, or form, but it it can get kind of heated, which is indeed another stress-inducing item, so I, I, I chose one thing that I found that truly is all about me and what it is that I want to do. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really key insight and just self-awareness of yourself that, hey, I really enjoy gaming. And at the same time, it feels really competitive and it still gets me kind of like um, the words that coming to me is like hyped up, like like really <laughs> kind of like intense. And, and that while that's fun and while you enjoy it and while that has a place and a role, that what you were really needing, what your... On a deeper level, like what your soul and your spirit was looking for was that me time of this kind of space to pause and reflect and nourish yourself. And so now that you've been doing it, because now it's been a few months since that workshop and since you first created the outdoor space, you shared earlier that you're using it quite a bit. Can you tell me a little bit about what sort of results you've seen since implementing this? Like, how are you feeling? Have you noticed any changes within yourself or even externally to you of implementing this self-care practice? Oh, oh, big time. 
to be completely honest with you, when it comes to my boundaries, I, I, I'll take that time where I'm reflecting. I, and yes, I'll absolutely think about what has happened during the day, during the week, um, what it is that I have to accomplish in the next month, whatever. But it all kind of comes back to, okay, am I really respecting my time? Am I respecting my boundaries while I'm doing this, right? I, I, I have a lot of goals. Everybody does, I'm sure. But when I am able to really take some time to reflect, I'm also able to take some time and look back on all of my interactions and saying, well, did that really serve me the way that I really wanted to serve me? I mean, heck, right before this podcast, I got off of a call with my day job uh, where I was being asked to do more work. Nobody's trying to give me any more money and nobody's giving me any more resources. So at that point in time, I, I have to step back and say, hey, guys, this isn't how this works. We developed a process. We're going to stick with that process. And I know that you're not happy about it. However, we're just going to continue to move forward the best way that we can. And if we're able to move forward, we can absolutely find another process in the future. But it's not going to happen today. And those are the kinds of interactions where in the past I would be a lot more apprehensive about it. I wouldn't necessarily want to step up and say no because, I mean, heck, everybody likes their day job. Well, <laughs> I say that loosely. Everybody needs their paycheck. Let's, let's, let's toss that one out there. So you, you, you tend to try not to step on any toes, whereas now I'm like, okay, well, you know what? No is a word that respects me, and I'll accept the consequences that come along with it. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think I'm seeing this in just all across industries. You know, I come from the healthcare industry, and but as I do this work with Radiant Living Institute, I'm working with people all across industries, and I'm seeing this all across the board, just this demand of more, just this demand of more yeah. with less time and no more resources to do the more, <laughs> right? And you know, we can all, we all have a limit, right? And so we need to set those boundaries. It's so important. In fact, I have one entire module in my signature program. I have a signature six-step program called Reclaim Your Radiance that I guide my clients through. And one entire module, it's the career and relationships module. Mm. It's entirely about career and relationships. And really, it's entirely about boundaries. Oh, sounds like Setting boundaries. <laughs> And, you know, I think there's so, gosh, there's so much I can talk about boundaries and about saying no. I'll just throw a couple quick nuggets in here. So first of all, I think understanding that no is a complete sentence. I think often many of us, especially if we're new to setting boundaries, can think that we need to offer some detailed explanation. Mm -hmm. And we don't. No is a complete sentence. So I think that's powerful. And then also remembering that anytime that you're saying no to something, you're also saying yes to something else. So like you mentioned, you know, where, where you're saying no to these certain things, you're saying yes to me time, which you know is important and nourishes you as you've seen and experienced firsthand. You're saying yes to also growing your business. Oh, yeah you know, to being able to have time and energy and the mental processes to be able to focus on that. And so I think that's really important for anyone listening. If you're in a position where you're like, oh, I need to start saying no, but it's so hard. <laughs> think about what you're saying yes to in that no. And I think that can be really powerful. And then taken in combination with what you're also doing 
Anthony, of like setting aside time in your outdoor space that you created for yourself to reflect really gives you a chance to also be very intentional about those no's and those yeses because you're taking that time on a regular basis to connect with yourself. And that's actually step two in my program, Reclaim Your Radiance, which is creating empowering daily routines. And the whole principle behind that is in whatever way, shape or form resonates with you is taking time to connect with yourself on a regular basis. So that's really exciting. I'm curious, Anthony, for anyone listening who may be on a similar path or a similar journey as you, any advice on how they can get started on their self-care journey or any big takeaways from what you've already shared through what you've experienced this year? What I would toss out there is, is, and you said it already, that self-awareness, understanding where you are and where you want to be and how things are currently affecting you. I, I recently was in a leadership conference with my day job and it was very interesting. I, it started at a uh, 7am and it did not end until 5 a.m., and this was for three days straight. With all of that, my day job was still happening, and I still needed to work on assemblage. Okay, that's fine. I have a great team. They're doing all of the things that I should have been doing during that time period. But when I circle back on it, one of the things I said during that leadership conference was, hey, you know what, guys, I'm going to be really honest with you. At about 2 o'clock, I'm going to be out of, what did I call it? I'm going to be out of, uh, my, my social tank is going to be almost empty. So I'm going to step away for about an hour. I'm going to go hang out. I'm going to do me and I'll be back and I'll be really energized and ready to continue all of our conversations. Mm-hmm. And there was really nothing but respect for that, mm-hmm. right? Because, I mean, nobody wants a grumpy Anthony around. So with all of that being said, I mean, that, that's the main thing that I would toss out there, understanding where you are, what your limitations are, and you know, how that's going to affect you in maneuvering through your day-to-day life. I love that. And, you know, so often we are afraid to set boundaries because we're worried about what other people are going to think. But as you've mentioned, setting boundaries is a way of respecting yourself. And what I've found is that generally most people end up really respecting that as well and often are even inspired by that to start setting those boundaries within their own life just through your own example. There's this really great definition of boundaries that I love. I saw it on Instagram. Prentice Hemphill is who I can source this, this quote to, but it was, boundaries are the space from which I can love you and me at the same time. And I always throw in the word respect. Mm-hmm. Boundaries are the, the space within I can love and respect you and me at the same time. So whether that's, you know, in your professional relationships, personal relationships, whatever it is, just keeping that in mind. And as scary as it can feel to set that boundary, often it's really well received. Now, there are times that it isn't. And I always say that that's more of a reflection of the other person than of you. But generally, it's very well received. So, As we're wrapping up, I do want to share with our listeners a couple of resources about if you want to kind of build on the things that Anthony and I have been talking about today. So first of all, if you want to go through a similar sort of self-care 
process, I do offer a uh, complimentary 15-minute self-care chat. So feel free to book that. I'll include the link in the show notes. And then I also have, if you are kind of more of a DIY, do it on your own (laughs) sort of person, you can download a free workbook that I have called Six Simple Steps to Create Your Radiant Life. And that goes over, you know, two of the steps I mentioned today of creating empowering daily routines and setting boundaries. But you can download that at radiantlivinginstitute.com. I'll include that link in the show notes as well. And Anthony, as we are wrapping up, if any of our listeners want to find out more about the work that you're doing, about Assemblage, where can they find more about you? Oh, that sounds great. Um, So my LinkedIn's obviously floating out there, but I have the most common name in the world. Good luck finding it. Um, <laughs> but with that in mind, right, so um, there is Assemblage. Uh, we have an informational site up right now. We are looking at launching our uh, MVP, um, which is essentially going to be, you know, a let's call it a freemium, premium SaaS platform that is connecting the construction community. And that's going to be launched hopefully at the end of October. But you can visit the website now and fill out a survey for some early access and to have a profile created for you. Um, The website is www.assemblageco.com. Wonderful. And I will include those links, including your LinkedIn, if you'd like, in the show notes (laughs) below. Thanks again for being here. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a positive review, and share this episode with someone you know. And remember, your free guide, Six Simple Yet Powerful Steps to Create Your Radiant Life, is waiting for you at radiantlivinginstitute.com. Download it today.